So I went in there into Target, which was a madhouse two days ago, and I was just trying to find something. Just walking around? And I walked around, and I walked around, and I walked around, and I was like, what am I doing? I ended up leaving. Didn't get anything. (laughs) I ended up going autos. Oh, for booze is always good. (laughs) Safe as bed. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Seven twelve on Wisconsin's Morning News. All right, hats back on. That's right. Eric's made us dress up today. Christmas flair. He insisted. And as you accurately predicted, I wouldn't like it, but I would. I would comply with your. Request. But it's not, it's not really even like a Christmas hat. It's, it's, it's a Santa a, style hat. The dark green Packers hat that kind of looks like a Santa hat. It's like it a was, nightcap. And it was free. Right. You should wear like a weekend. nightgown or something. Like that. I don't yeah, know. I did something. Or a Robin Hood hat. It's got like <laughs> walk around with like a candle and a little holder thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Judge for yourself on the live stream. Text the word "watch" to eight five five six one six one six twenty on the old National Bank Talk and Text line. We'll connect you with the camera feed from the studio this morning. Hey, in your next life, I know exactly where you're going to work. Wayfair. Oh yeah. How come? The Wayfair CEO is making news for his end-of-year message to employees. It's an online furniture company. Okay, thank you all. You've done a wonderful job. We're doing great. Business no, he's, he's basically saying, hey, don't be afraid of working harder. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here, here's the, here it is. Yes. Winning requires hard work. I believe that most of us, being ambitious individuals, find fulfillment in the joy of seeing our efforts materialize into tangible results. Okay. That said the CEO, Naraj Shah. He wrote that in a note to employees. Goes on to say, working long hours, being responsive, blending work and life is not anything to shy away from. There is not a lot of history of laziness being rewarded with success. Yeah. Passive aggressive much? <laughs> See, in the, okay. is all Without for regard it. for the timing of the message, which is kind of like when you go to church once a year and then you get yelled at for not being there next week. Yeah, <laughs> the week <true>. after. <laughs> Can't we just celebrate that we're all here today? Okay, but that notwithstanding, right, he's talking right to the beanbag sitters. You beanbag sitters. They work a little bit more. Being at work doesn't mean you're working. <laughs> like if you're listening to the show right now, I bet you you're a hard worker where you work. And you know who I'm talking about, the beanbag sitters. I, the line I didn't like is when he says, working long hours, being okay. responsive, blending work and life mm. is not anything to shy away from. So basically, working beyond Actually, you your should really work all the time. Sleep and breathe uh, this company. Thank you yes. very much. Right. Yes. Fair enough. And a lot of folks don't like to do that. Everybody wants to shut it off once in a while. Well, not you, though. <laughs> Just because I don't doesn't mean I, I love it. I just don't know any other way to do it. I just know where you're working next. Next <laughs> Wayfair? life. Wayfair. 715 Wisconsin's Morning News. Spalding in with sports next. Now time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Sports Desk. Here's Mike Spalding. The Greek freak becomes the magic eraser. Trying to hold on to the dribble, gets it to Giannis. Giannis banging around inside, head fake, and then he rams it home with a two-hand dunk and comes away flexing. He wanted another bite at that apple with Jonathan Isaac blocking the last two, went right at Isaac that time. The Bucks topped Orlando Magic 118-114 to Thursday. The Bucks have now won six in a row, 15 consecutive games at Pfizer Forum. That 15-game home win streak falls just too short of the team's all-time record set during the 91-92 season. Damian Lillard, meanwhile, he had 24 points but made some history. Damian Lillard, top of the arc, trying to shed the defensive black. Now he pulls up, and he sticks another three. Oh, Dame is got 
working tonight. That moves, by the way, Damian Lillard into 50th place all-time on the NBA's all-time scoring list. By the time the game wrapped up last night, he was 49 on that list. Box score time, guys. Giannis had 37. Again, Lillard had 24 and eight. The Bucks are off this evening. They are, they take on the New York Knicks in the Big Apple back-to-back games over the holiday weekend. From the hardwood to the gridiron, the Packers try and erase a two-game winning streak. However, for much of the past week, the focus hasn't been on the Carolina Panthers, but instead the coaching staff, specifically defensive coordinator Joe Barry. Barry spoke about his job status during Media Day Thursday. I read what you guys write. You know, I hear what you guys say, but I think that's 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 the great thing about our league. That's the great thing about the National Football League. It is the top of the top, the best of the best. And Barry also taking some ownership over the team's lack of what some perceive as communication on the defensive side of the ball. That's part of you know my title as the coordinator to get it coordinated. Um, and when it doesn't <laughs> go right, it is on me. You know, you would think at this point, you know, things would be running smoothly. As for the Packers, their Christmas <laughs> gift comes this Hang weekend. On. Hang on. We need to dissect that a moment. What is that, like office space? What is it you say you do here? Yeah, people like me. Right. I'm the defense coordinator. And, and what do you do? I, I coordinate the defense. How's that working out? <laughs> then they're not going to work here anymore. <laughs> I felt for the guy yesterday, though, man. He was a little bit emotional, and there's no indication that he's not a good person. I think you know? us, us as fans want, you know— the coordinators, the coaches, the players to feel the same way we do. And I'm with you. What are you supposed to say? Right. Hey, I did coordinate it. They didn't execute the coordinate. Like, it, you know, you're kind of in a tough spot there for Joe Barry. I felt bad for him. The good and news is. Not that I wanted to stay, but. <laughs> is that the Carolina Panthers are who the Packers are going to be playing on Sunday afternoon. The Panthers, they're 2-12 and 12 on the season. If they're going to get right this weekend is the time to do so. Elsewhere in the NFL, the Rams, one of the teams the Packers are competing for, for a playoff spot. They topped the New Orleans Saints 30-22 to on Thursday night football. Yeah, look good doing it. 7-19 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Seven twenty-three, Wisconsin's Morning News. Nice to be with you ahead of the holiday weekend. Christians the world over. Getting set to move from Advent to celebrate Christmas in the coming days. Milwaukee Archbishop Jerome Listecki will lead area Catholics in celebration. And he's kind enough to, as he always does, come in and talk with Eric and me and share his Christmas blessings with here. all. We were, we were joking before, kind of a short changer on, on Advent this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. You Shorter know, you're talking, season. Yeah, fourth Sunday Advent and all of a sudden Christmas. <laughs> right. How many uh, Christmases does this make for you in your tenure? Fourteen. So it was installed of bishops in um, 2010, but you know, actually, I was here uh, ahead of time. Sure. So this will be my 14th year as as Archbishop coming up. I was thinking about that the other day. We were in New York. My family was uh, at a band kid who was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. But my, my son and I, when we were walking around, had an opportunity. I had not yet been in St. Patrick's Cathedral. And what I love is they have it Did open. You say, oh, Cardinal Dolan? Well, Did that's you, you what, I, that's what I was thinking you? about you. you. Cardinal you Dolan. You should have uh, knocked on that door and should have said, hey, I, I was one of <laughs> hey, yours. I know him. No, 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 I know him. It's okay. How would that it's have gone right. for me? Pretty good. <laughs> right. Your fabulous predecessor here. But right, that's why I was thinking of you. It's been 14 years. Yeah, it's a long time. But 14 great years. The Archdiocese of Milwaukee is in tremendous position right now. Great shape, high morale. So we got to keep on praying that we stay that way. 
What do you think? In fourteen more, you think before you go? No, I actually, I actually in March I submit my resignations. That's canonical. So what do we do? You have to do that. You'll be. (laughs) I'm leaving. You're abandoned. No. uh, What happens is the Pope in Canada law, in terms of the governance, accepts the the resignation. He does for all of them. Our friend Dolan will be nine months after me. Cardinal Supich in Chicago is a week after me. So we submit our resignation. The Pope accepts it and then sends back usually the three Latin words "nunc et tunc," which means now until then. So you you stay in place until I replace you. And so it could be three months, could be six months, could be a year, could be two years. I mean, you just don't know. Milwaukee Archbishop Jerome Lestanke is with us this morning as we focus on Christmas. Impossible not to think about what's happening in the Holy Land and the continued strife between the world's major religions once again. And here we are. We keep repeating this story. Major strife between the, basically the Jews and the, the Muslims. I, as a Catholic and Christian, I kind of smile because Bethlehem, which is right in the center of it, has the, the person who is the Prince of Peace. So it's so contradictory to the real message of Jesus Christ to have you know, that conflict going on. However, at the same time, it's a reminder to all of us that there's only one source of peace, basically the peace that God brings. And for we as Christians, that's very obviously through the person of Jesus. So to stay close to Jesus, to embrace him and his message is important not only for us and our families, but important for everybody within our community. Is that your Christmas message this year? Is that tied to that? My Christmas message is one of peace. I think we're all looking for that. You know, we've got the Holy Land, Gaza, you've got Ukraine. You know, I was in Poland for 10 days, visited the shrines there, and of course encountered a number of Ukrainians there were over 3 million Ukrainians who have been displaced and have come into Poland. So the uncertainty of the world, even in our own country, are all looking for that sense of peace, that wholeness. What is your Christmas schedule? Christmas Eve, Christmas Day? Where, where will folks Well, nobody you? wants the Archbishop for Christmas Day. So, you know, just say that, <laughs> that's, that's the real, thing, it's yeah. the real truth. And I can say it now since I'm coming close to retirement. But the two days that you don't want the Archbishop is Christmas and Easter. Those are the two days you don't want. And why? Because most of the time, the community, when they welcome basically its leaders, they want coffee, they want a gathering, mm-hmm. they want this. And so the poor pastor who's trying to make sure the church is decorated, make sure everything gets all set. And Enough so, pomp and circumstance, it, it, right? right? Yes, already. And, and so it, it, all the other days are more impactful for me in, in, in everything I do. And for Christmas Eve, in the pastors, sometimes pastor has gotten sick, so I was called immediately. So that's fine because there isn't any prep for it. I just go, go ahead and do it. A priest can celebrate three masses on that day. So I will celebrate two additional masses. And, and one, of course, will be for the intentions of the archdiocese. How do you think it would be received if the final song with the choir at the after the midnight mass was like all i want for christmas is my two front teeth like would that go over well <laughs> yeah I, would that I, be responded well to? I, I don't think so it kind of would take away from the real sense of uh, that or santa claus is coming to town looking for something more you do want something that literally focuses more on, on the reason for it you all you want for christmas is my two front teeth i mean if, if that's all you want for for christmas you're shortchanging you know the whole idea of christmas so hopefully it's something like the hallelujah chorus or, or something which kind of lifts people's hearts so that they go out and they w- want to live that message of Jesus Christ. Absolutely. What was the Latin you taught us until then? The... Nocatunk. Okay. Well, yeah. Nocatunk. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay. Milwaukee Archbishop Jerome Listanke with us today on WTMJ. Merry Christmas. Take care. Packers defensive coordinator Joe Barry gets a bit emotional as he's talking about, well, a less than standard defense, which he fully admits We'll have some of that coming up in sports at 745. The time is now to get those last-minute deals. 
You can actually do it. You can be that that deadbeat who hasn't gotten any gifts yet <laughs> and actually well, save a couple of bucks. You have to, like, I always think about this, you know, if Black Friday, which used to be the gold standard for when right? the best Not deals anymore. were there, but like, okay, whatever you didn't sell at Black Friday is still there. Right. So what are you going to do to get me? So what you need to do is actually go inside the store. We are expecting to see more deals from those retailers that do have a physical footprint, whether it's in a mall or shopping center, looking to attract those customers who are out there hunting for those last minute items. Catherine Cullen is with the National Retail Federation. So she says, yeah, you can find a lot of stuff, even like 60% off or whatnot. Now, I'm guessing it's been picked over. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure it's not going to be the best of the best, but you might be able to find something. And also, like, probably have a plan. Like, the worst is when you just start wandering around Kohl's. Right. Hmm, This might be nice. Hmm, I like this. (laughs) Not a good idea. Kind of maybe think of what might she want and then go find that somewhere. That happened to me. So we, we do a grab bag. For uh, my wife's side, so everyone, it's thirty bucks limit okay. or whatever, and it's not like white elephant. Like get something, something Should good. Be something nice. Okay. So I went in there into Target, which was a madhouse two days ago, and I was just trying to find just something. Just walking around, and I walked around, and I walked around, and I walked around, and I was like, "What am Crock I doing?" Pot? I ended up leaving. Didn't get anything. <laughs> I ended up going to autos. Oh, for yeah. booze is always good. <laughs> right. Safest bed. Seven forty-two, Wisconsin's morning news. A couple things I'll make you aware of right now as we look ahead to Christmas. So, Greg Pancake, who produces the program, put together this playlist of our different Christmas music. Eric, stop tickling me. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to access that, it's available to you. Text the word "jingle," J-I-N-G-L-E, to the old National Bank Talk and Text line. 855-616-1620. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. I gave it a spin yesterday. By the way, oh yeah, just put it on yeah. shuffle. Threw it on. Yep, yeah, put it on the shuffle in the house there, and uh, there's some different ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely some stuff I haven't even heard before. So I love it. That's available to you. And texting the word "watch" to eight five five six one six one six twenty will blast you out a link to the live stream. Our cameras in the studio today, where Eric has insisted that we have some sort of piece of holiday flair. Yeah, so nice job. Which I have honored with this free Packers Santa hat I've that never, I got on Sunday. Never seen someone so angry to put on a hat before. <laughs> it's hot too. Anyway, speaking of Santa hats, like the one you have on, NORAD had their little briefing yesterday at the Pentagon. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Patrick Ryder covering Santa's tracking for the upcoming holiday weekend. Of course, as you know, NORAD always tracks St. Nick. This is NORAD's 68th year conducting this important mission, and children and families worldwide will be able to call to ask NORAD's live operators about Santa's location on the 24th, starting at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard yeah. Time. So I guess you can even call. I didn't realize this. According to Time Magazine... I love how seriously they take this, too. Yeah. Right? Time Magazine says more than 1,200 volunteers, mostly U.S. and Canadian military personnel and local community members, spend Christmas Eve working on the NORAD Track Santa program. Oh, well, so if they're, if they're taking calls, that must be what the volunteers are doing, yeah. right? Because all you need is one satellite on the guy. You would think... Right? Also, I don't want too many volunteers at NORAD. <laughs> like, it should not really be a volunteer operation. Well, good point, well, good point. If they're military, obviously they would have the clearance. But also, like, right, how seriously are they taking this? Yeah, it sounds like it's a big deal. They have uh, lots of people trained on it. They have a couple of brigadier generals that 
pay attention to it. So, of course, if you want to follow along, there's always a link you can find. 744, Mike Spaulding's in for sports. We'll do it next. Now, time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Mike Spaulding. They simply don't lose at home, at least not anymore. The Bucks make it 15 straight at Fiserv. And the Bucks going to finally get this one and put it to bed. 118 to 114, they take down the Orlando Magic. And that's Dave Kane on the call there on the Bucks radio network. It was neither easy nor pretty, but the Bucks were able to push their home win streak to 15 games. Overall, they've won six consecutive um, the season, Giannis finished with 37. He spoke. Ugly. I think it was, it was an ugly game uh, in terms of that we didn't uh, build as much good habits as we will want. Hopefully going to New York, we can uh, be locked in, play good basketball, put ourselves in position to win. Dame, meanwhile, a bit quieter at 24-8. and eight. However, a three-pointer midway through the second quarter will be a moment he'll want to remember. Damian Lillard, top of the arc, trying to shed the defensive black. Now he pulls up, and he sticks another three. Oh, Dame is got working tonight. That moves, by the way, Damian Lillard into 50th place all-time on the NBA's all-time scoring list. Now Lillard finished the game, and his career points total right now stands at 20,058. The Bucks get an off night tonight. They head out east for a back-to-back against the Knicks over the holiday weekend. In Green Bay, things a bit more somber after back-to-back losses. The Packers find themselves fighting for their playoff lives. The team mostly controls its own destiny, but when it comes to the coaching staff, maybe not so much. Defensive coordinator Joe Barry spoke to the media Thursday amid speculation that he may lose his job at the end of the season. I read what you guys write, you know, I hear what you guys say, but I think that's, 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 that's the great thing about our league. That's the great thing about the National Football League. It is the top of the top, the best of the best. As for the on-field product, you couldn't ask for a better get-right game or a Christmas gift if you're a Packers fan. They are out in North Carolina taking on the 2-12 and Carolina Panthers on a Sunday afternoon. In college hoops, the sixth-ranked Marquette Golden Eagles host Georgetown at Fiserv tonight. You can catch that game over on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN. Tip-off is at 6 o'clock. The UWM Panthers also in action. They host Chattanooga at UWM Panther Arena. At afternoon hoops in that one. Tip-off from there is set for 1 p.m. I felt a little bad for Joe Barry yesterday. And not, you know... I. Folks have been critical, and I think rightly so, of the defense. No question about that. But like the guy was kind of emotional. It, it had to have been a tough week. <laughs> For sure. Just Talks with, about his family having a tough week. I don't know if he's got kids in school in Green Bay. Oof. Yeah. Having every single <laughs> hey, thing you do. Tell your old man. Right? <laughs> For real. The pickup line that is happens. just brutal. For sure. That definitely happens. We'll ask Mark Tauscher about it next. Tausch joins us on Wisconsin's Morning News right after this and an update, including your five-day forecast. Idea man. Teams used to say, and this was Tampa Bay, other teams would basically tell their players that if they didn't play well or if they were acting out, that they would send them to Green Bay. Innovative. And now Green Bay is looked at as one of the places that you want to go. If it's about football, this is where you want to go. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think Reggie White had a huge part in changing that narrative. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by your Southeast Wisconsin Chevy dealers. So, Tausch, I want to play a couple of things for you here quick. The okay. much maligned Packers defensive coordinator, Joe Barry, he met the, the media mob, if you will, at 1265 Lombardi Avenue yesterday, took questions. He was contrite. Follow your soul. Show us this loyalty. 
Throw yourself onto your sword. Throw yourself onto your sword. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> so he did fall, fall short of, I guess, whacking himself. Didn't resign, but said the problem with the defense is on him. Losing sucks. I mean, always. But, uh, yeah, I'd be lying to you if this, you know, it was... This week particular was hard. It was hard on me, hard on my family. Um, but that's, you know, this is the National Football League. So, Tosh, we sometimes forget, and you and Eric and I, we see this to a lesser extent, obviously, on social media, but not everyone is kind. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Joe Barry's a guy. He's an actual person, and no one has suggested that he's not a good guy. Just had some bad defense here for our favorite football team. What What do you hear in his remarks? Yeah, it it felt like it's been a tough week. Yeah, obviously, you know, you're disappointed in your job performance because it however the team plays on defense is a direct reflection on you. So you take it personally and then you factor all that in. It's not just people criticizing you, you know, as Joe Barry. Your family hears everything. Matter of fact, your family usually hears a lot more about it than you do because you're up there grinding on film and, you know, you're doing all that stuff. And you go to school and your kids, you know, your, your kids' friends will say, well, what's wrong with your dad? You know, there's <laughs> right. just a ton of added criticism. And I think if it was just about the the guy, you could take that on a lot easier. It's when you see that your daughter or your son or your wife uh, are – beat up by it too that's where it adds up and it felt like you know typically you don't hear coaches talk about that stuff but it is a good reminder to the fact that everybody's human and it is painful but the nfl and sports especially professional sports it's a high stakes game and you have a lot of people that have a lot of passion towards it and it feels like sometimes we forget about that um but Joe Barry obviously is feeling the effects of that. And it, it felt, if you listen to the whole press conference, it felt like he was a little resigned to the whole thing. It, it made, <clears throat> I don't really, from a fan standpoint, I understand it, but it made me feel kind of sad yeah. on how his reactions were yesterday. What do we think happens then? Will the defense respond and just pummel the Panthers on Sunday? <laughs> if you if you recall last week, Eric, I think I told you guys it's going to be a bounce back. Because, uh, <laughs> yes, you know the team. Uh, in fairness, I also felt pretty. Uh, the Giants game, I had a bad vibe. That's true. I had a great vibe last week because you know the, those little edges. You know whether it's someone slighting you or you want to bounce back from something. Those things are real to me. And last week, it just Tampa's Tampa just played a heck of a lot better on offense, and we played a heck of a lot worse on defense. And when you factor all that in, you have to keep reminding yourself this isn't the Aaron Rodgers led teams that were the one seed. This is a young team that's growing, and they're not world beaters yet. So what are we going to see? Carolina is really bad on offense. They can't score. Our defense was really bad last week. I would be shocked if I'm sitting here, you know, when we're talking next week, that Carolina scored more than 20 points. But I would have been shocked had Tampa scored more than 20 points, and they did. So I think the defense will be in that position psychologically of trying to recuperate and kind of regroup from a really bad performance. And I would think that you're going to see Green Bay's offense be able to do enough I don't think it's going to be Route City, USA, but I would be really surprised if Green Bay doesn't find a way to win. Trying to navigate through how I'm going to handle the game because we have a family Christmas that starts start time one thirty. 
And there's about a, it's about a half hour travel time in there too, Tausch. Okay. So am I watching the first half at home? Then we arrive a little late. And will they have the, the game second. on? I think yeah. I'm, I'm reading the room, and this is at, at the in-laws, and so there probably will be some room to, to leave the game on. But with all the distractions, but it won't be when you let's let's turn that football game off now. It's Christmas. Yeah. So I think the good thing this way, it's a Christmas Eve game. I hopefully my yeah. math is correct on this. So I think because to me, Christmas Eve kind of gets kicked off. You know, we go to mass about four thirty. I think it kind of you get up to that three thirty, four o'clock time. I think you're free and clear. Once you start getting into the mass and the music starts playing, mm-hmm. or you're doing your dinner, or your appetizers, whatever you guys do, I think four o'clock is kind of that cutoff. So until then, you get. I think it's fair game to go all in on the Packers until the game is over, and then of course you want to listen like to the post game show on this very station. Could podcast it or have it in the old earbuds and listen to it during mass, maybe. <laughs> Let's yeah, take I don't know. I'd sit around the table. No, if that's the way to. Be. Eric, actually, I'd like for you to do that. Take a picture and send it over to All me right, you go, as you're <laughs> as you're hearing Hark the Herald Angels sing <laughs> and then you're listening to me, Homer, and Gabe discuss what happened out in Charlotte. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas, guys. See you, buddy. Oh.